once again space toast bringing us in with the fire bro episode 44 coming at you tonight to dot us oh, nick I like, and josh i like the remix you added to this, this taking it up uh, and thinking about <laughs> shit what up joshua what's going on buddy how you living you know 2024 <laughs> that's how i'm living baby Man. new year new year new year new you new me new ingredients better pizza papa john's <laughs> <laughs> i keep seeing those all over cheers a little awkward one. I'm drinking some Jefferson here, brought to us by one of our favorite liquor reps. And Joshua's not drinking the booze tonight, so he's drinking a little sun-kissed orange, which yeah. is delicious. Yeah, it's so good. It's my probably favorite soda drink. Soda drink. Yeah, yeah. I'm not drinking this month, as far as you know. No, I'm not drinking <laughs> I mean, if I was going to do it, it'd be, it'd be on this. But yeah, so, yeah, you know, episode 44. Big fofo. Yeah, th- I'm um, uh, dry January something i've done for like the last three or four years and i thought keep the street going baby yeah. keep the street going it's good for the liver good for the kidneys <laughs> yeah good for the soul man good for the soul so uh sir we're at uh 40 this is 44 right 44, 44 44th yes, episode we've got a little groove in the second uh the second season if you will right. um i would like to call uh, it the second coming if you will second the coming. second coming uh, I'm gonna go with season oh, season I'll two of Todd is starting with uh, I don't know what episode that was 41 or something. Uh, we're at 44 now, which is a feat in itself. Um, so as we typically do early on, let's talk a little sports ball, um, local sports. Let's do like the boring ones first. Right, Astros, so, so Astros, nothing happened. Right, so the Astros since the last time we talked um, have done diddly. Yeah, and, and squat. There's no new. There's no new, new comments. There's no new anything. It's like you hope everybody's healthy and like they overproduce, and maybe you can have a shot <laughs> at something. But other than that, it's been just about the the, the quietest off season um, in in a while, right? I mean, like who, nothing. Yeah, like less. I mean, they've they signed that backup catcher, and then there was somebody else. I mean, it's so important, right? That somebody. There's, that oh, there was another guy. No names, yeah, right? Because that's how much uh, the impact of these players, at least. The hub drub, if you will. The, the, I mean, this the, is made no noise. So. This is the slow time of baseball season. Anyways, you know, we get to March and April, things get ramping and going. But like, there's been nothing. You by know, the, way the, the most interesting and, and intriguing thing about the Astros baseball season, like the the true fans that I, I like to follow and watch our stuff on social media, right? Uh-huh. What they keep posting is the countdown: how many days, hours, minutes, seconds, etc., till opening pitchers day? and catchers report uh, and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, 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 okay, okay. Spring training stuff. Yeah, that's actually like the news for the Astros right now. I mean, the big splashes were already made. The other teams, and you know, we don't care about them. They yeah. can all all die, those but. all those Asian players are getting signed up for like billions and billions of dollars. God bless them. Um, <sighs> so yeah, it'd be nice. The Astros make some kind of a splash, but uh, I don't see it coming. Um, anything else? Astros Rockets, I guess, is next. Equally, is like I have nothing else uh, to say about Rockets them. Or I want to say that they're one game under five hundred now. They've they've been they've had a better season than honestly I anticipated. Ups, I mean, they're, they're in a playoff position right now, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it's there's just a bazillion games to go, but there's well, up, yeah, but ups downs. They're playing hard. I enjoy watching them. There's a lot of there's a lot of camaraderie and fun. They just they play hard. It, uh, it's it's the same concept that was enjoying last year, and they have more wins this year. Yeah, um, I, my I, expectations um, are already met, which was nothing and nil, and there you go. So yeah, it seems like the coach is pretty good, which I like. I read something the day it was kind of interesting. It was about um, the coach that he did not want James Harden, like told ownership that like I don't want him. He's gonna he's I don't care the player. He could be on the court. He's gonna be a cancer for what we're trying to build here. And I thought that was pretty um, pretty brave and and you know probably the right move for the, right. for a young team not to bring in not not that James Harden is necessarily a cancer, but he is he's proven uh, by by uh, he's over knocking water. He's proven by uh, his behavior throughout his career um, that he's he's definitely diva esque and not um, not necessarily 
a big help, just more of a sorry. We're, I'm watching. You got to carry the show. While I'm just cleaning up a mess. Yeah. yeah so yeah, James Harden seems but like he's more is, trouble. Again, he's more trouble than he's worth right now. What's interesting like, is yep. you know it's dry January for you. And you <laughs> when we drink, when we we have failed. fun, you don't spill. But failed. We're I about failed. eleven seconds in, and he knocks over an entire glass of water. Maybe you should yeah, have it's a not, drink. It, my dry January is actually <laughs> just spilled drinks all over the place. Maybe you should. Uh, or maybe you should adopt the other versions of dry January. You're talking about like ways to avoid taking a shower, ways to avoid getting yeah, wet. That I saw that. I saw that meme. The guy was like, um, "Let me help you. Help me help you with your dry January." Yeah, it was all about not taking a shower while he's boozing up the whole time. It was yeah. great. Um, so yeah, so rockets, rockets are they're kind of starting to get interesting. I think that they're starting to um, both develop a, a core, um, a set of players, and I, I like the coach. Coach seems like he's got um, he's got the good X's and O's. Uh, in his back pocket, yeah. they seem like they're they're more prepared for games, not getting blown out. You know, in games, they're uh, uh, they're they're more fun to watch, and they're they're fun enough, more interesting enough that I actually sat and watched a. Uh, it was it was a. I, don't, I guess it's still a reel. It was just longer, uh, and it was the Rockets media has produced it, and it's uh, Alpern Shingun teaching uh, us how to speak uh, Turkish. He's from Turkey, eh? Yeah, and so he's Ooh. teaching a couple different phrases. And what's funny uh, is I say I, funny. It's it's a. Uh, can Boba. I try a little? I learned a little bit. Um, What'd you learn? Go 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 go! That's enough. I'm cutting that part yeah, out. Never yeah, mind. That's that. terrible. Stupid. Um, Boban, like so, all the other players are trying to read the, the words as as you know, Professor Alpi's teaching them. Mm-hmm. And Boban, Boban Majanovic, he sees it, he says it properly, and then he translates it, and they're like, yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, he's he's Russian. Uh, I don't know that that makes any difference, but he understood the words, so that's Boban yeah. looks like he's 150 years old. For some reason. <laughs> yeah, if still, you don't, uh, for those who don't know who Boban, Boban is in John Wick Four. He's the giant who fights John Wick in the library. Is that true? Is that your story? Yes. Sir. Okay. Okay. That's funny. Um, all right. Anything else on Rockets? Actually, one more story Please. about Boban specifically. One of the last games Elijah and I went to, and I probably attached these pictures for you. It was early on. He still was missing the two front teeth and was rocking the mohawk, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in my cousin's seats. That's the ones above the tunnel. To our right, there's a, a lady, tall blonde girl, pretty, and her husband or boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she finds Elijah cute. They're back and forth. Like he oh, gives her the wink oh and the my. gun. She she has to take pictures with him. Oh my. And we're playing the Mavericks that night, and they ha- Boban was on the Mavericks in, uh, that season. Okay. And as I'm talking to her a little bit, and Elijah's kind of shyly interacting, she says something to the effect about her boyfriend calling her Boban. And he chimes in. He's like, yeah, I mean, because she's so tall and this and this. And she's like, I just think it's ridiculous. I'm like, I think it's offensive because Boban is ugly. And Elijah's like, and you are not. And I was like, there it is. There it is, son. So, and then yeah. later that night, I told him, I was like, you know, if you were a little older... You might have had a shot there. What? What? So the Bobon stories, anytime I think about it, it ties into those. <laughs> the big, tall, blonde chick, and then John Wick 4. That's hilarious. All right. Um, let's transition to... It's not as funny as your turkey translation. No, that was terrible. I'm cutting that out. Um, <laughs> Please. If, if you hear this and the, you don't hear that, then you'll just know that it was cut out. Um, seriously, though, let's talk about probably the, the biggest news story, like the, the team that still you know have some relevance in Houston. Um, they're still playing right now. And the biggest story out of that team is, let me tell you... Um, New uniforms coming next year. Houston Texans have um, reported they are getting new uniforms for the 2024 season. Did you know about that, by I the way? I did not. Are they, yeah. they going to steal back the, uh, the powder blues? So here's the deal. Um, so there was some speculation they were going to get a logo change. Logo change not coming, but they're calling it um, Houston blue, and it will not be a main color, but it will be an accent. The okay. speculation is going to be a red with the, with the Houston blue uh, okay. piping. And then new home new home. Uniforms. So are they? They're on the road this week, right? Yeah, they're, they're playing yeah, on the we'll road. We'll talk about that in just a second. But um, so, the comment was: you probably saw them for the last time in those boring steel blue, dark tops and white uh, bottoms with the blue helmet. 
Um, there's going to be some kind of a revamp. What's funny to me is like pe- people are so funny because the Texans logo really is kind of boring. Their uniforms are kind of boring, right? I like the um, battle red. I like yeah, the, the battle red. Yeah, yeah, but you like the battle red because it's not their normal uniform. It's, yeah, it's their I mean, alternative. The one they, they call it, you know, they call it the deep steel blue. And right. it's, you described it as a boring blue. And I, I don't well, listen. I don't reject that. But it's I also understand like I don't I don't feel that way. I don't necessarily like that st- like, statement, but I also understand it. And there's a part of me that feels similarly. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. OK. It's boring. People think it's boring. I think it's boring. Yada, yada. What I was going to say, what's funny, though, is like, you know, there's a big story. The Texans haven't changed their uniforms since, I don't know, Inception and the uh, the the battle red so on and so forth but people are speculating that like they're just gonna have a wider piece of red on the same <laughs> uniform that's gonna be like this big huge change and it's just a wider strip of red look at the improvement we've made well and i was gonna say the other major news would be that they, you know they actually decided to you know open the roof at some point <laughs> <laughs> i mean we have a retractable roof for gorgeous days that's never open perfect, listen perfect uh, how about this the houston texans um and also the astros are, are guilty of this too they use their, um, let's call them sunroofs, if you will. Yeah. Like yeah. most Houstonians use their sunroofs, which is like never. Yeah. As you, you say that, I have, I have, you have a double pane sunroof on my car, right? And I will, I will open not the actual sunroof to let like the fresh air in. I'll open the like the vent. The, 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 vent the, it? No, I'll open the shade so I can actually see the sunlight, extra sunlight in. But I don't. I very rarely would yeah. actually even open the window. And typically, the the shade being pulled back long enough to let extra sun in goes for about as long as that entire sentence was. And I'm yeah, like, yeah the, never mind. Yeah, there's an element of um, like the first week you get a new car, like your sunroof down, especially if it's like warm out. And then like that's the last time. You, no, like no, I had one too. My uh, Accord, a couple of When I used to be ago. a smoker, it was more of a thing. It was convenient, uh, but not smoking now for you know 1,050 some odd days. Yeah, you don't need it. No problem. All right, let's talk really about the Texans. They have a pretty big game on Saturday against the Colts. So it's a division rival at their place. I think it's at the Colts. Yeah, but um, is it the Colts? No, I think it's. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I think it's check. on the road. Okay, it is so. on the road for certain. I just want to double check the opponent because there's a three-way tie in the AFC South with the Colts, the Texans, and the Jaguars. And you're correct. It is in Indianapolis. Yeah. If the Colts, yeah. Yeah. if the Texans beat the Colts and the and the Jags lose. Then the Texans are division champions. I thought if just they beat the, the Colts, they're in. I don't. I don't they're, think it matters. They're in, but they can win the, the AFC South if Jacksonville also happens. To oh, lose. okay, okay. So they they could get a higher seeding, uh, but they're still gonna play in the first week. Either way, it's like do you get a home game or are you on the road the first week. But Correct. but they're, okay, what that right there is not the interesting thing to me. The interesting thing is they were a three and what fifteen team last year, three and well, fourteen they, team last year. They, yeah, they had how many games uh, in the NFL now? So 17? now they're seventeen. Last year was only sixteen, so okay. they were three and thirteen last year. Yeah, and now they're they uh, had, this was on the, the on the cusp of ten wins and a playoff spot, which is like unheard of. You know, the, the, those turnarounds. Although Charlie Pillow talks about all the time, there's every year there's a team that goes from uh, four or less wins to ten or more wins and a playoff spot. Texans are likely or maybe have at least have the chance to be that. I guess we won't, we won't right, necessarily yeah. put them in there yet, but but. Um, yeah, so I guess let's talk about that. So chances of them winning. What I mean, what, what, what are you giving them? Kind of, you know, on the odds on the onset, uh, they well, gonna win this game. My thought of it is pretty simple. First, I was gonna say it's it's impressive as all get out, right? I think they've overachieved whatever my personal expectations were, or maybe even hopes for them this year were. Uh, I didn't. I when when we when the draft was done and that they were you know building, I had zero expectation of any kind of playoff run this year, let alone you know a shot at a, at a you know AFC South championship, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's not that I didn't, you know, appreciate who was drafted and the, the young talent. I just didn't have a preconceived notion of, of instant, you know, success. 
Uh, new you coach, know, too. You, like, you don't know what the new right. coach is going to bring to right. the table. Well, He's never coached before. You co- well, you know, D'Amico's was defensive coach, but other places, but not head coach, right? That's what I'm saying. Um, but to also couple again, this was the first year in four seasons that they had more than four wins. Just to get four wins, which was ridiculous, that, that they hadn't done that in four seasons. This year, they've blown that out the, way, out the water, right? So my expectations or hopes, like, they can win. They can absolutely win. And whatever happens with Jacksonville happens with Jacksonville. Win and they're in, lose they're out. I think that that's something uh, special in and of itself, the ability to hold your own destiny in your hand and know that you're actually playing for playoffs. And if, if, you, know, if you want it, it's there to go get it. Are they going to win? What, your gut. Are they yes. going to win? Texans win. Yes. Let's do uh, – give me a prediction. What's the score? I don't care. I'm going to say well, um, no three goals to two. Exactly. They win a, a shootout. Well, it's, it's, amazing. <laughs> it's amazing what happens when, you know, your quarterback is back. You know, the offense looked so much better last week and, uh, with, with CJ. Explain to me why it took two weeks for him to come back. Do you think that was legit? I heard somebody say that he was cleared after the third day and the Texans were just ultra per, per, uh, precautious. Yeah. Um, I, cautious why, why, do, why, do I, why do I think he was held out as long? Yeah, maybe. Um, or do you I, buy it or like I honestly I, I haven't given it any more thought than just right now as you're asking it to me I'm asking well, give it some thought so my thought on it is I have no idea if he was actually I never saw the hit where he got concussed first of all because because really? I channel I don't have channel 11 still oh man I was all over the interwebs well, I didn't bother to look you for it I, I, didn't wanna see, I didn't want to see my guy get hurt well but it was a late hit too. also there's an element of that too I just don't want to see my guy get hurt that's he's, your guy? he's your guy now I like CJ. are you a Stroud boy <sighs> I don't like I don't like the phrase. That sounds terrible. Did you you not hear that? Did I play that video for you the other day? Let's see if I can find it while you're clearly playing. clearly. If you didn't tell me, I was you called. I've never heard the phrase Stroud boy. Oh really? I thought I sent it in the in the group text. Maybe nah, you didn't watch it. It was maybe. Um, yeah, keep, right. Anyway, so my, I think they'll win. I think they can with with CJ at the helm. Right, the team's the offense is substantially better, and they they have all the potential. All the, they have it there. Go get it. They want it. They can get it. They can beat the Colts, and. You know, like I said, however it plays out the other side of Jacksonville, so be it. But am I a fan of CJ? Absolutely. Kid's a stud. Hell of a fucking arm. Uh, laser accurate. Just producing way, way more than I ever expected from him. There's always a, a question about, um, like, transition from college to pro. You know, um, like, what... what what skills will translate because, you know, the NFL is, you know, bigger, faster, stronger. Um, and then so there's, you know, like you look at conferences. He played at Ohio State, right, I think. Yep. Big, Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's kind of well considered one of the premier conferences. It's still – and there's an element of athleticism that, that people would say that, you know, maybe they're not the most athletic conference, yada, yada, yada. So there's always speculation um, about – what what skills how they'll translate right um, accuracy I think is one of those things where that'll translate arm strength you know those things like that my m- I've been impressed in the in the times that I've watched him this year in his like almost um, not refusal but like he, he does not want to scramble he seems like he really is more interested in moving the pocket in order to make a, p- a pass not scrambling to to get some yards well uh, he's quite capable of that it just seems like his instinct is to like back up from that line yes. of scrimmage and, 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 pass. and I, I find that kind of interesting i was to say well even the last game because they were on fox so i did get to watch it and in, in the nature of exactly what you just said there as far as you know more inclined to throw less inclined to run there was two plays where he ended up taking uh he took a sack and then he took an unnecessary hit in my opinion both of those times though where he could have uh, again my opinion he could have stepped up and taken off gotten a couple of yards even got back to the line of scrimmage he didn't do either time. Uh, one was a, just a toss away. The other, he took, he ate the sack, uh, and it was an unfortunate time for it. But point being is, 
you're right. Yeah, he, he, I've, we've talked about it. He's not, he doesn't run like Deshaun, but he throws better than Deshaun. So More accurate, I think. Far more accurate. Far more accurate. Um, also not as big of a head case, it doesn't seem like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, things happen for a reason, I guess. It sucks that the Texans had to be so garbage. Did like, you also see Will Anderson's stats for the year, by the way? He's, uh, he's uh, the only person in, in Texans' uh, defensive history. He's got more sacks in his rookie year than Justin James. He's got more sacks in his rookie year than anybody else in, in don't Texas. Don't you blaspheme, sir. Do not blaspheme. He just does? Teasing. I'm just telling you what I saw. I'm teasing. And he's done it actually in one less game. Maybe now, now one more because I think J.J. that season had 15. Either way, point being, he has more sacks than Justin James in rookie year. He's got more sacks than anybody. Was, that the, what, was that the second pick? Or the yeah, that was, yeah, that was first pick. round, but second pick, yeah, right? So yeah, so we went C.J. and then Will Anderson. Uh, he was the third pick. Also, um, oh, what's the team? What's the team? I forget the team that – Traded up to grab the other Bryce Petty, I think is the quarterback. Carolina, name. yeah, Carolina's like two. They they actually are going to win less games this year than they did last year. <laughs> so you know, there's an element of um, the, the the Texans seem like if there was any speculation before the season, hey, you should go get that guy, right? And the yeah. team traded up to get him. Man, the Texans look golden for not doing that. Yeah, I, I was never a Bryce fan, anyways. Well, well, I mean, people were though. I mean, he yeah, no, I know, I know, there were definitely people on board, and it's. He he's had a, you know un- unfortunately for Bryce he's had much of a season like um, Justin Fields for Chicago when he came out as a rookie too even still though Chicago's really bad with him but you know it's it, it's it, it there's unfair expectations if you ask me right when these these high drafted quarterbacks come out the expectation or even a demand for instant success and it's not realistic in a lot of scenarios. D- all the talent they have be damned if you have a really shitty team i mean it's it's going to be a, it's going to take a minute not just the learning curve as far as bigger faster stronger for the the league but your your team like it's a different you know we're we're running a different offensive scheme we're we're got to get you got to get acclimated to every bit of it yeah, there's and, a learning there's a learning right, curve and, and if yeah. the, if your quarterback is not as good you know i would say uh you know nfl uh, football like you and again, that's that's speculative for me for sure. But when you watch these guys play, there's just mistakes made by these other guys that are not made by CJ, not made by yeah, so the far ones he, that are succeeding, right? He, yeah, he's definitely had a good season. I'm going to play this real quick for you because maybe you didn't hear it. And welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Imagine being a historian 100 years from now trying to figure out what happened here. A football army known as the Stroud Boys have gathered in arms to demand that <laughs> C.J. Stroud be recognized as an elite NFL quarterback. They are estimating to be 10,000 Stroud Boys in Washington. Their leader, Demi Co. Ryan, stated that the Stroud Boys' exact intentions are unclear at this time, but they insist on restoring justice to the division as soon as possible. This fellow's being called that the chillest hilarious. dude in America. There's a pass. Uh, the, the next part is all visual, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's that it's is a, outstanding. Yeah, it's, no. a, it's a play. It's a play on the Proud Boys. Exactly. Yeah, that's why exactly. I had no idea what you're talking about with Stroud yeah, Boys. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, that's yeah. old Tucker Carlson. Uh, not really. Somebody just made that up. But right, yeah, right. But, but I like they, it. there was a, a really interesting. So it was well done to use, well done to use it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let, I'm gonna because uh, all the imagery there was you know them taking over Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was literally using what was, you know, images of Proud Boys, but changing them in jerseys and their signs saying Stroud's taking over, recognized. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Then, let's, then, um, I would, then I would go back to the question is, yes, I'm a Stroud Boy then. There you <laughs> go. Um, all right. So I, wanna, I wanted to spend the last few minutes before the first break talking about um, what happened in the Cowboys game um, about the, the, the blown call, basically. So 
the, um, I did you I, get to watch the game? I, okay. I had the game on and then heard all about the call. So I'm familiar with the call and I understand the context of the game. I forget specifically the specifics of it, but, but and it, we don't need to rehash necessarily what happened. But the idea is the, the, the call was blown in like maybe one of the most egregious ways. I don't know how, how do you want to describe it, but it was, it was bad, right? So I understand where the premise, the question, the idea here, and I, right, I'm not going to recap all the detail, but, but it, so I talked to Nicole about it the next morning and she asked me, was I more biased because it was the cowgirls or did the Lions get screwed or really what? And I said, you know, what's interesting is like, I can answer yes to all three and then articulate all three, which way. And my, my knee jerk is, um, I felt like initially Denver, uh, the, the Lions got screwed on the call. Mm-hmm. Now with the, with the, with the penalty, and then it's immediately followed by Dallas also committing a penalty. So we had try one that was successful for the two-point conversion, and you know apparently we didn't report, blah, fine. So we get another try. This try is an interception, but it doesn't count because Dallas was offsides. So now we have a third time, mm-hmm. and the third time was the worst throw of the three. So to my summation to Nicole was, ball don't lie. Like, you had multiple opportunities at it. Do I think you, you, they hosed you on the first play? Probably. But the, the, the football gods gave you a second try, and Dallas gave you a freebie, and then you had a third look at it, and you still didn't do it. So, ball don't lie? Yeah, that okay. Sense? No, I, I feel I like I'm that. talking out of both sides of my mouth. No, I, I get that. And so, let's, let's, let's unpack that. So, that explanation right there, I think I, think I can make it make sense for this. I think that that is, is really what I'm trying to ask with this question that I've been asking. So, um, and I'll clear everybody else in. I was, I was trying to figure out a way of... of like explaining this or like asking how people felt about this. And that is like through, okay, I wrote down uh, sports is by way of referees and official what? And I gave like four things and I'll talk about those in just a second. But where I want to bring this into what you just said was that like mental exercise that you went through and you, you ended on ball. Don't lie. Right. That is kind of what I'm trying to pull out of this, but like how, like, like, the referees made a mistake, mm-hmm. right? And then maybe the football universe corrected the mistake, and so like I can sleep at night because of that. Okay, so hold on to that that premise real quick, and I'll kind of go through these four points, and then we'll kind of we'll kind of talk about where that fits in because well, if that's a, your ultimate. So there was also a follow up question Nicole gave with that too. Is all those answers I gave, and she said, "Would you feel the same way if it happened to the Texans?" Okay, we'll come back to that. But that's yeah. But okay, so. Um, sports is by way of officials and referee. Number one, or A, is a fair, representation, a fair representation of skill and athleticism only affected by human error. Meaning, when I'm, when I'm saying these things, it's like, what influence does the officiating have on the game? Is it a fair representation of skill and athleticism? And if there's a mistake, it is human error, right? It is, you know, unavo- unavoidable, whatever. Sometimes, okay, yeah. so is it that, or is... Um, are, is sports refereed by humans with biases, right? And sometimes, sometimes that affects yeah. outcome. Meaning, hey, I'm you know I've just always hated the the New York Yankees or the Houston Rockets or whatever. And so every time I play against them, you know, it's not on purpose. It's just like some deep, sure. you know, uh, implicit bias, if you will, right? Okay. Um, C is manipulated. Is the game manipulated? Maybe by money. Um, I wrote down mafia. So m- mafia and gambling would affect the officiating. Meaning they would pay an official to to sway the game, right? Um, or the Illuminati. Never, ever, ever. Right. Okay. Is it that, or is it four D um, a complete manipulation uh, with all or most outcomes affected? So what I'm trying to like get across in these four points is in the spectrum of belief, like where 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 do you fall in um, what sports is by way of like how the referees um, um, you know call the game or affect the outcomes of the game? 
Right. All right. So why why I'm asking that on the on the back end of, of you saying ball don't lie is because that to me kind of intimates that maybe it's you know like B is def- uh, refereed by humans with biases and sometimes they affect outcomes, but it's but it's not necessarily like a purposeful manipulation, right? Ball don't lie is like the football universe protects our our glorious game from the the biases of officials. Sure. Yeah? Sure. Okay. So as I was watching the game, when the first play was called, like the the, the other part of that first penalty. Was and again, I'm sure I'm I'm, not, I'm sure I'm not the only one that noticed it. I'm certain, right? There's other definitely Cowboys fans or Lions fans have gone back out there and found the video footage and broken it down by second by second. It felt like in real time that that flag was really late to be thrown on the two point conversion. Which so, would which would indicate what? Which we, well, it just it, it, to me it indicates some sort of malfeasance, right? The, okay. It, the play was run. The two point conversion was good. The scoreboard changed. Did the Lions are celebrating? And as the commentators are talking about this play, we're three seconds into describing what just happened. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait a second. There's a flag on the play. There's a late flag comes in. Okay. And so the, just as the delay in the, in the recognition of the flag, or when, what I would anticipate is when it was thrown, right? Again, I don't, I don't have video footage of who went at exact time, but when like it was brought up, the, the, that, that indicates the, possibility the, of malfeasance. The time from like play conclusion to... Celebration n- to n- penalty. No, 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 no. From, from play conclusion to, to penalty flag being like released, right? That timing made you think that somebody thought through that and, yep. and, and right. through that, right? right? Okay. So there was definitely a feeling of, okay, of malfeasance does, does there. That, so okay, then, hold on time. Does that act fall in... The idea of um, like humans are biased and some things make mistakes, or do you think that's more of some kind of purposeful trying to affect the that outcome? One, that one felt more more intentional, more deliberate. Like okay. like I said, that's why I said if that, that had the feeling of malfeasance to me. Okay. So then the next play is run, and it's clear as day that Dallas is offsides. There's an immediate flag thrown. The play is still run. It's an interception, but it doesn't matter because there was a it, uh, clearly Mike Parsons offsides. So the the offsides for Dallas is so obvious, so blatant that they couldn't otherwise ignore it? it. Yeah. Or is there an element of, okay, so we're also in this conversation, we have to maybe piece apart each official because while they are acting in concert, there is an element of individuality yeah, which, seeing which, different which, things. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so the person who threw that off sides, was it multiple flat? I don't remember this scenario, but maybe it was one of those, like, like okay, so, so the, wh- okay, if it's four, if, if we're talking about D, right, that is completely manipulated, and they threw the flag in this way that was super suspect, why would they otherwise throw a flag on the next play that would benefit the opposite way of what we right, would think, right? right. So, okay, so that kind of knocks that one out of that mm-hmm. particular by, mm-hmm. by that. Right you know, by that um, flag being thrown there. And then, so then, you know, I'm, I'm thinking right, through so the individual. So maybe that person wasn't in on the, in on it. And the other person is um, wh- what I'm trying to like pull out of this is like the idea of um, uh, working through our cognitive dissonance and like what sports is and what it's supposed to be and right, what we well take the out of it. Sanctity of the like, game. Like we've, we've, um, we've gone through that before. Well, like, okay. Okay. So WWE, we, uh, okay. There's, there's no mystery that WWE isn't exactly, you know, uh, a fair representation of skill and athleticism, right? Um, there, there's a there's a there's a hilarious meme that came out after the game where there's a WWE fight and the referee goes and takes out a guy and then puts another guy on top of him to win the match. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so it was like they had those little um, little icons, and so the, it was like the referees wearing a Dallas Cowboy jersey. Right. And sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that that you know what I mean? That is like. Put, 
pure manipulation, right? Those are those are scripts as we kind of understand. Absolutely, them. right. And that we can't we can't we, we can allow that and we can still let that be entertainment in that world, but we, that doesn't transition to right. sports, that, right? That, that, that sports is not would, the purity of sports. Yeah, right? sport that, wouldn't be what it is to us if that was that was how it was run, or or at least how we felt it was run, right? right? So like that's really really tough to believe. Okay, the next step down is well, okay, somebody's manipulating. Maybe it's not you know scripted, but there's we know for a fact, or at least we know from evidence from that, prior evidence that, that, that it, the NBA officials were specifically you know manipulating games in all kinds of ways right, still are still well are. okay what yeah. i'm saying yeah. is by, no, by, by the evidence that we have we know that it was donaghy and uh, yes all that yeah and that was yes. that was both um through the league and the mafia and betting right those mm-hmm. they, they had two kind of um, it's a good thing that the, the mafia and the betting are no longer allowed on all sports now i mean oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so okay so like you know all right, so sometimes we struggle with the concept that it could be C, which is like it's manipulated by an outside force, maybe the mafia, maybe gambling in general, whatever. Um, but that's kind of hard for us to, like, we, we can think that, but we can't really let that be sports to us, in my opinion, because if that's sports, then sports, then it is, like, it's manipulative. It's not true. It's, it's right. you know it, what I mean? It, beca- like, it becomes sports entertainment, which is WWE versus actual purity of sport, the yeah. game itself, and, and that, the actual allowing for best athletes go at it and figure it out gladiator style, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, so like, like we have a game, and there's a fair rules on both sides, right? And so the, the, the winner of the game is, like, the better, you know, whatever, on this day, even if we want to like right. wrap it up like sure. that, it's like they were the best person this day. They were more skilled or more athletic or more better game planning right, or right. whatever, whatever. Had a bad day, good day. You know, all those things are kind of variables in it. We we can live in that world. And, you know, if it's C, right, which is is it's outside manipulated by Illuminati or betting. We kind of think that could be the case, but it's and even if we say it is the case, sometimes it can't be the case all the right, time. It's not all the time because but it's definitely we, because we can't watch sports in the same way. Right. So. So I guess this this line of questioning and like keep calling it a poll or whatever it's it's really to kind of like wrap the idea of where we allow what we allow a manipulation in, in what we call sports right to, to let it still have the the magic that it is you know what i mean like sure i understand what you're yeah, saying yeah, yeah. and so again that's where i come with it for me though like i described at the beginning as i told you said to nicole right it, it it did come down we there was a third try right it came down to ball don't lie and i want to make a, a parallel here briefly from the cowboys game you know the we, we uh college f- football playoff right you had michigan and uh, alabama and then you had texas washington mm-hmm. and i watched texas washington over with uh, david and larson over at david's house and he, david's a big texas fan mm-hmm. you know it was already bad enough day i had to cheer for teams i don't necessarily like cheering for at all and throughout the game um as an as a non-longhorn fan i'm watching the longhorns get screwed on tons of calls but again the football gods gave them the chance they had the ball they had they had yep. three plays with the last 15 seconds with a chance to win. Yeah. And even the last play with one second, you still had a chance. So, t- again, to me, it's that's where it, it, if it if all of those things are true, that it is a ballet, that it is WWE and it is outside influence. And yet still somehow the football gods give you the opportunity at the end of the fucking game. You have the ball in your hand and you have a chance to do it and you fail. Then that's where it comes to ball. Don't lie. Does that make sense? And that's the two, both both for the, ta- the Cowboys and for or Cowboys Lions game and for the UT. You had a chance, and it didn't. You didn't. You didn't fucking take advantage when you got the additional opportunity. I mean, yeah. So what I hear there is like that, that's. I think the story of what you tell yourself necessarily how you keep buying. It's like okay, even given everything else, here's this one example that lets me say that this is uncorruptible, right? I'm like, not saying not. No, no. What I'm saying is what, your failure, your, Texas's failure to win that game is uncorruptible. Meaning like, like. 
you still had a chance. You still had a chance. Exactly, exactly. Like the chance, the idea that you had a chance is yep. incredible. It wasn't like if, if the chance was taken away, for right. example. If they ran the clock out in a, in a way that was – If, if the right, Dallas like, game ends on that penalty and then Dallas jumps off the next play and there's no penalty called and it's the interception and that's yeah. it, that is – that's completely goes against what the sport – Correct, and, right? yeah. That. Yeah. But because they still had another chance and vice versa. That, that's, that's where I go. Um, so my answer is it's almost all of them on the poll. It's a little bit of a mixture of all, but it's again, because well, it ties in. We've, we've me, done the, the Donaghy is, work. To though. me, the poll isn't about like wh- what percentage would you give it? It's like, <clears throat> where are you at currently? You know, like how jaded are you? I think is like another way to think about this for me. You know, I'm, I'm sometimes I, I want to say that I'm not, like, it's a completely manipulated, but then like I've played a lot of sports. I played a lot of sports to know that, man, like the ball bounces a certain way and people, you know, what I mean, do certain things that are like above their skills and other people fail. You know, what I mean, and all these different things that it's like I can't all the way go that it's everything is is um, scripted, you know, like you can't script a drop pass. You can't script. You know, um, <laughs> right. um, yeah, you can't script miss field goals. I don't think. I don't think the kickers are gonna. I don't. I don't buy that. Um, anyways, that was, that was fun. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. Quick one. Well, you love me some DJ Shadow. Run the jewels, baby. Got a fresh drink, and we're shifting gears here. We got an interesting, uh, interesting clip for you. I'm not, I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which actually fits, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost Trust, and I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vivek Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. The reality is I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. Do that, and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. You people have been responsible for dividing this country to a breaking point, creating a projection of national division. I meet people from the south side of Chicago to meetings like this one of every shade of melanin, multiple from man to woman, doesn't make a difference, who are hungry for reviving unity in this country. And you, with your catechism that you try to get to politicians to whatever fake headline you're going to print on the basis of this conversation tomorrow, that's what's dividing this country for a break, to a breaking point. Shame on you. Look people in the eye and tell them what you've actually failed to tell them for the last five years. Own the accountability for your own failures as the media. That's how we rebuild trust in this country. And until then, I don't have a lot of patience to play the games. I like that on a lot of levels. What I found very intriguing, first of all, one of our earliest podcasts was called Bend the Knee. Mm -hmm. And I caught this time listening through there. He said, I'm not going to bend the knee three different times. And then the other really interesting and vehement word he used over and over and i really like it right he kept calling it a catechism Mm -hmm. i'm not going to participate in this i'm not going to bend the knee to it i'm actually going to look up by definition that word specifically i know what it means to me but i want to read the dictionary definition of it yeah i mean the the the, the idea is is that um you know your your pushback your questions are not genuine it's it's to serve you know your religion and your religion is um, you know, so in division through through political candidates and whatever the, the Republicans are the evil people. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of I think where that comes from. I thought he did a masterful job, frankly, of of like dismissing and like like giving like 
responding in a way that like diminishes the ridiculousness of asking that question. Like that question does not move I- any kind of political agenda forward. It does. It doesn't ask about points. It doesn't say what you're going to do as president. It's it's just a got you like force you into you know a corner and make you say stupid stuff so they can clip it up and and. You know what I mean? And he says also there, I know what you're going to print in the paper tomorrow. And like, I was trying to pull it up, but I can't pull it up because I'm talking now. But, but like quite literally the, the headline from, from that person was Ramaswamy refuses to denounce white right. supremacy. Yeah. Which and is it's what like, he, it's exactly it's, what he said it, she was going to print. It's yeah. Exactly it's, what you're and it's, put. it's, it's like, you know, thanks for proving me right. But like, wh- wh- how does that <clears> even work? Like, n- like nobody's buying that. Right. Like, like no, nobody that doesn't already believe that isn't buying that. And nobody who doesn't believe it isn't buying it either way. It's like, it's just, it's just deepening those, um, those, um, those silos of, of sure, like, trying thought, to, right? even try to d- drive the divide. And so like catechism definition here is, uh, one is oral instruction two is a manual for catechizing, uh, specifically a summary of religious doctrine, often in the form of questions and answers, a set of formal questions put as a test, something resembling a catechism, especially in being a rate response or formulaic statement. So all of it ultimately is, he's, I, yeah, I like how he used it there because it was, to me, it was on the same level uh, and vein of when when that, that, that uh, interview with Trump, the lady asked specifically, uh, which side do you want to win the war, uh, Russia or Ukraine? Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of those questions that falls in the same line because it's not you're not actually in my opinion you're not actually asking it's it's not a genuine question it is a gotcha question I want you to answer and whichever you, way you would answer this is wrong and I can write up whatever I want and in my my article my opinion is validated because you these are your words and this right. is what you said fuck your context but this is what you said yeah. and it's, it's amazing that he said tomorrow your headline is going to say Ram whatever is doesn't you know he yeah. doesn't he doesn't denounce them. Right. Right. Yeah. He didn't denounce them specifically. He said fucking all racism and you want to stop, you know, how do we fix racism? To stop fucking being racist. It's the it's the same to me that this technique was used. If you remember Donald Trump, uh, there are very fine people on both sides. It's like Donald Trump says there are very fine people on both sides. So he basically thinks the Nazis were very fine people with regard. This is Charles Fields we're talking about here. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you look at the full quote, he specifically said right before that, not the Nazis, not the white supremacists, not those. Those should be condemned. I condemn them. Right. But. But the people, and it was a, he was talking about the people. There was a, there was a debate on whether that statue should be there or not. And there are people. He's saying, "I'm very five people on both sides of the of the argument. Should that statue be taken down or should it be left?" Right. And that's that's like that's a that's a valid question for that community to 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 talk about. But what happened was, it Trump says Nazis are fine people. That's the that's <laughs> the pull away, and sure. to the point where people. I saw a guy today who's who's in the libertarian area space, and he's he's mentioned it today as as legitimate. You know what I mean? And you know, he's basically gets ratioed and it's like, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's not, it's done. It's, it's purposeful in my opinion. Okay. It's done to divide. It is sure. furthering the tribalism and like, you know, you know, this guy, I was going to say something goofy like that doesn't unite America. Like, I don't care if you're not America's united. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's goofy. That we all agree on things anyways, but, but this idea of like purposefully, um, dividing the tribes in a way that to put them against each other to me like that manipulation is is, is gross for for you know politicians and otherwise the journalists to, to do sure and it, i mean it's you said further and i like that but it's also fervor right it's it's the the, the phrasing the attempt there is not it has no in, in my opinion it has no actual the, the question had no bearing on the actual subject if you want me to answer the question about racism it's one thing do you want me 
specifically to say that, that I hate, the, that I'm anti these white supremacist groups, then asking questions specifically about white supremacist groups, a, a one, not, not in general, not a general statement, not a broad strokes. Yeah. Ask me how I feel about the Klan. Ask me how I feel about blah, blah, blah. Don't say, well, how do you feel about white people that don't like people of color? Well, that's a fucking vague-ass broad yeah. question. How do I feel? I don't know. How do they feel about me? I mean, what do they consider yeah, color? Like, I mean, yeah, I can answer like, with 17 questions. Yeah. Do you, what, what kind of question is that? And again, your question, in that, that question, as I heard, it wasn't, it wasn't a genuine question. It, yeah, wasn't, it, was a, it, was a, yeah. it was a gotcha. I want to put it you was, in a corner, option A, option B. Well, I choose option fuck you. I'm not answering that. And if your real question is like actually concerning with racism in America and how do we help deal with that, then here's my honest answer for it. But again, I love he said, it doesn't matter what I'm going to say because tomorrow your headline is going to say this. And she said it verbatim. Okay, well, awesome. So now you have your headline. And now, by the way, you proved me right, but I'm not, I'm not about being right. If you're not owning the part where I said, well, you guys suck. Why media is the divide? Why you guys are, why you guys are actually doing this in, 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 in the public space? You're, you're twisting words and or you're just bastardizing things. For headlines, for clicks, and for for what? Well, to me, it's manipulation. To me, that's kind of the, the goal, is it right? It's like it's I'm 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 furthering the narrative of you know re- Republicans are nothing but you know racist so on and so forth, and you know what I mean? Like like uh, okay, we can't even have an argument about what we disagree with. By the way, I'm not a Republican, so I'm not like cutting for Republicans in this in this manner. Sure, but like like you're forcing me to otherwise defend people who I disagree with on policy because you're you're not listening. You're not like you're not even representing their ideas in a fair way. Not, not only that, you're specifically representing them in like the most heinous way, right? And that's it's so like it's so against everything we. Th- Man, I read a tweet today and it was like, what do you do? When you realize all the institutions that you were brought up with, like they, they all are corrupt, right? right? Journalism is corrupt. It's not what we were told it was. It's not unbiased people searching for the truth, right? It's not. It's not truth to power. It's per, it's perpetuating power, right? It is the mouthpiece for the for, you know, for the freaking um, whomever and whoever wants it to be, whatever the narrative is. Yeah, it's yeah. If the establishment. It's the mouthpiece yeah. for establishment, you know. And you like, know, it's gross. We were talking off 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 uh, offline a second ago about how, you know. Um, to, to at least MAGA people, Trump kind of represents an outsider. I don't buy that necessarily. I think he's just a, a character in a, in a big show. But like, you can understand that line of thought when he's the only one that otherwise stands up to the, these institutions, right? And it's gross that that he's such a bad representation of actual ideas, but people flock to him, in my opinion, because he is standing up. You know, at least as the character is standing up against these ideas, and I think that's what that's what people tend to flock to. And and then you know, hide one more thing. Sorry, you feel like you're using say something no you're good is that one more thing is and i, I was going to talk about this too is is like why why trump is such a, a like a, a a terrible represent representative is he sent a, a freaking whatever his, his true social or whatever the hell his freaking thing is about how the fbi doesn't need to move their building somewhere else i want to build him a brand new building and it's like what the hell you know what i mean you know what i heard when you said that earlier offline by the way yeah because i just finished ozark right what i heard and what i felt there was the um <sighs> It's the there. There's always a way, and again, loose words. There's always a way to you can you can. He's overlooking those that were pursuing him, those that were you know leading the fucking the investigation. Your reward to them is to build them a new building, and I'm certain if you do right, it's going to be Trump whatever by the FBI building Trump building. But that you put his name on everything. That's not actually my issue. The issue being that it's it, it to me it further illustrates that it's all a goddamn show. That none of it's yeah. actually real because. 
if in fact these people were really coming after you and they were you were the enemy you were the target you're the bad guy then can you at least logically help me make the bridge from where they're pursuing you and you're the bad guy to now your answer is I'm going to build you a fucking brand new fancy tower building. Yeah. Hold on. So how do we get there? Wait, wait. Does that mean that you they either you bought them or they bought you or y'all on the same page? I mean, what do you what is that? Does that make sense? To me, the, in there? to me, the only logic is, hey, if I take care of you in this way, maybe you won't like uh, hey, right. um, investigate me right. next here, time. Here, here, maybe here, that's what it is. Right. And that's but what that's I'm such that's, a flawed. That's a, such a flawed idea too. I mean, all like, of it is though. It, yeah, to me, yeah. it illustrates that it's none of it was real. Yeah, that, that's right. that's where I come down on this. Is like he's not like he's a character. He's playing. He's playing a part. He's playing the the, the freaking heel. That you know what I mean. That's that's what he's doing. Well, and it's it's. It's not just that he's doing that. It's they knew it from the beginning. And it's it's all the manipulation. It's all the story. And it's all what's you who's know the, who's they? Oh, you mean whoever the, the, yeah, the, okay, okay, the okay. people in power? The same reason that where we where I go with this is the same reason that today finally right this Epstein list came out. But okay, who's on there? Yeah, I've, I've seen plenty of people say, well, Trump's not on there, and I've seen a bunch of stuff about Stephen Hawking and there's something whatever the princes was there and blah blah blah. But it's okay. Just because your guy is quote unquote not on the bad list as many times, or he only went once or only, did, are you well, fucking kidding me? Even, like, be, who even cares? before, there was a point where even before, and you probably don't know about this because I'm in Twitter, I'm a elbows deep in Twitter, but before the list came out, it was like, um, yeah, Trump's not gonna be on the list, not gonna be on the list. And he's like, yeah, he's on the list, on the list, you know, you back and forth between tribes, right? Sure. And, and, there are people that would like, well, if he's on the list, he didn't go to the island. And it's like, so <laughs> it's like, oh, that helps me. That's how I sleep at night is my guy didn't go to the island. He was on the, he was on the plane, but he didn't go to the island. He just, he just took a, you know what I mean? He just it's, took the Lolita it's, Express it's for so, a ride. It's so stupid. And it's like, what, 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 like if, if we were really like honest with ourselves, we would go, okay, all these people are corrupt, throw them all out. If not like, like, you know, I'm just going to say something, but I probably shouldn't say that loud. Um, jokingly, like send them to the, the you know, the metaphorical um, gallows of politics where they sure. like, are just unelected, you know, not, not dead. That's gross, uh, but you you get what I'm saying, right? Like if, yeah. if 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 really that was it, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be like yeah, but you know yeah yeah, but but your guy was on, Bill Clinton was on there 27 times, it's like right. you know. And this guy like, was 77. This guy like, was 100. What? What? Like that's right. you're you're quibbling over how many times people went to the child pedophile island? That's ridiculous. Right. Well, and then the other thing is, I I only saw the pictures and things I've seen. I only saw Harvey Weinstein in one picture. Does that make him? more or less bad or than yeah. anybody i mean the, my point being I, I, it's i'm agreeing yeah it's, yeah uh, it's it, like like the people are like, like it's, it's, you know like oh yeah, yeah trump trump was buddy buddy with epstein here's pictures of him it's like well yeah but everybody takes pictures you know it's like oh my god you people are so gross it's like just right just how about we acknowledge that the guy there what, what we've been told about what happened on that island those people was fucking terrible and it's taken forever and a day for this list to come out why why because yeah. the list right everybody's name on that list is somebody fucking powerful and important somewhere how about this they have influenced something right that's not even the real right. question what, you know was not on that list you and me yeah I don't think so they didn't ask me. I never once been to Lolita Island no. on a Lolita. Here's Express. here's what I think. I didn't even this know. This is not that, my idea either. I didn't even know there was two islands. The yet. real question isn't who is on there. The real question isn't what is what is being done done about the people on there. You know what I mean? Arrested, convicted, so on and so forth. The real question is who set up the operation, right? This was a bribe, other or otherwise, like have something over you so you so you're manipulatable. Right. That's really what's going on here. Who's pulling those strings? Is that an internal American institution, the CIA? So if that's the case, then we're supposed to buy that the CIA set up a child pedophile ring to otherwise, you know, hold 
things over politicians. That's gross. Okay, that doesn't work for most Americans. So it was an outside institution that was doing that. Was Ep- Epstein just operating alone and just gathering up, you know, um, um, that, that, compromising well, information said, about these powerful people to what get more money out of them for his side business? Like, you know, none of that makes sense. This is a high up, high up, high up. Yeah thing going on here and those are the real questions that all the rest of this stuff is nothing more than distraction from oh, that absolutely. Right? Well, if even, we're talking about taking this long to get it out is distraction if we're talking about whether Trump or tr- is is or isn't or what capacity is then we're missing the real boat here what, oh, yeah. who is pulling those strings and why and oh my gosh it's like I don't I, I, I've done just a smidgen of like looking into this and none of it makes any sense like like it's all freaking insane like just insane, insane that it took so long for this information to come out. It took that, that nobody's being arrested. Well, and the that, fun of that, that is that the that tribalism is it like took this long. Um, it, are we also supposed to believe that the information has not been tainted, altered, doctored, yeah, manipulated in any way, shape, form, or fashion at all? At all, yeah. It was held in secret, and it was you know in a secure fucking where location where nobody could mess with it. I mean, is that what yeah. you're trying to also tell me that this list is? As presented, because I haven't bothered to go download it, it's available to download, right? But I haven't bothered with that, because guess what, again, how on earth do I or you or anybody else that's not fucking have enough power know that this list is actually, anything on this list is legit? This is what they're publishing for us to have now? Why? Why now? Why did it take so fucking long? And why? Who's pulling the strings? Who's pulling the strings? That's what I want to know. Right. Who set this up and and why? I I really would like to know. I don't know that I've heard anybody ask the question. Is this list scrubbed? Is it genuine? I mean, I think it's a simple question. Man, what if it's all show? What if not? What if I I read today? I let like the conspiracy theories that are so much fun and when people just like uh, put out there just absolutely crazy stuff. The best one I heard today, a couple of them. Well, actually, I'm going to tell you two that I heard today. One of them was um, that Epstein wasn't a real person. It was just a, this is all bullshit too. Like, oh, this is bullshit. That's hilarious to me. Was he AI? Um, an actor I'm jo- like he's I'm, an I'm actor. Just joking with that. Like that's that's the that's what they offer. I, you know, it makes sense to me. Everybody's an actor, in my sure. opinion. Here's another one. Have you? Did dead. you hear at all? We're gonna we're gonna, I'm gonna tell this last thing and then we'll switch, shift gears to something more fun. But did you hear at all about the the creatures in Miami? The creatures. Yes. Okay. No. I wouldn't have mentioned this at all, like even a little bit. But on Twitter a couple of days ago, I was like, you know, scrolling and it was bunch of posts about how there was um, a police call out to a mall, I think in Miami, and the original port reports where there was like teenage fighting, right? Okay. And then reports on Twitter started coming out about seven to ten foot creatures that people were shooting guns at. Oh, yeah? Right. But I, no no video anywhere? No, no video of the creatures. Um, mm. Even on Twitter, no, no mm. video of the creatures. So I like dismissed it, right? I was like, right. Ah, whatever. No, no evidence whatsoever. And then today, I get an eight-minute video that pops across from somebody in the conspiracy world that I like, okay, usually relatively, you know, not right, I okay, guess. But but it's it's worthwhile listening to. And I didn't listen to the whole video, but it was it was like, oh, my goodness, somebody else is bringing this up. And it was just like, ah, ha, huh, that's so interesting. What, but still no video footage what, of it, huh? What to me, uh, I forget. There were people that had like the police, the re- police recordings, things the like scanners that. Yeah, where, where sure. people were people were calling in saying, "Hey, there's okay. these big creatures." That was the thing that was kind of like not convincing, but like uh, otherwise well, it's interesting. interesting. Sure, but um, but it was just that it came back across my Twitter line. I dismissed it as being like uh, just too too much for me to. I, there's too many v- holes that I could poke into it that I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around it. But when it came back up, I'm like, okay, I need to <laughs> I need to see if there's more to this. I found nothing else, but it was just well, it's just, also, it's just absolutely bonkers crazy. Well, well, as you describe it that way, right, and being able to hear the whether it's scanners or whatnot, but people recording the, the you know, the police calls, the 911s and or the dispatch call, right? It's, to me, it, um, I'm not sure, and again, this is purely speculation, I'm not sure that today that you or I could go find all the additional 
police calls and 911 and radio calls and everything in from uh, the Jason Aldean Las Vegas shooting. Because when that first happened, oh, yeah, there yeah. was tons of that. It was available. And again, it's just speculation. I don't know if it's still out there or not. But it's that idea, that concept that this happened, this thing happened, and then again, whatever narrative, but no video. And then where's all the all the other stuff that doesn't fit whatever the basic story is? It just happens to disappear. Yeah, here's here's one. Apparently, there was a shooting, a school shooting in Iowa today, and apparently, nothing is coming out of it. Like the the only reason I even know about it was because the Iowa caucuses are going on right now. Do you know anything about the Iowa caucuses? Sure. Yeah, yeah it was very important. Yeah. So apparently, there's a shooting there, and the conspiracy is that everything was scrubbed because it it's um it doesn't fit the well, yeah it won't fit a, if it can't fit a narrative then that doesn't the, yeah help. it doesn't fit the white supremacist um loner MAGA narrative it it, it does though appear. Uh, None of this is true, by the way. None of, none of anything I've said is actually true. I don't believe any of it. But the thing that they were saying was this is another example of the LGBT community um, that <laughs> that uh, committed this shooting, which oh, yeah? apparently that happened or whatever. <laughs> I don't pay attention okay. to shootings very much. Um, uh, okay. But yeah, it's it's. But the the funny thing is, if it ever happened, I don't know if it happened or not. But it's, you can't hear anywhere. That was the just interesting, interesting part. Kind of sure. adding on to what you're talking about. All right, let's change gears. Let's talk about um, you, sir. Wanted to talk a little bit about music and how it's kind of like positively affected your life, or otherwise, uh, maybe just tapped into another wavelength, maybe. Man, so it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, we, we we do a lot of this. The the podcast. You know, we do this for a long time. We've been doing it offline. We we call it. We've called come to call it affectionately the lab. And a lot of people. That would listen to this, understand, and know what we're talking about, have participated. That's because we make um, crystal meth in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Walter White and uh, Pinkman talking here. I'm trying to like bridge it all together, bro. We're exactly. Talking about, yeah. Exactly. Um, and and there's long weekends, right? Where you know I'm I'm up for days, not days, but there long nights, two three days in a row, and then you know we get to a fourth day where I enjoy what I would call nothing more than just silence, like a long day of silence and lots of little mm-hmm. not cat naps, but laying down. I will lay down in bed or I'll lay down in my recliner. And I'll set 20-minute timers. I'll close my eyes. I don't necessarily fall asleep, but I just get to relax. And, and on those days, what I've come to find, though, is that, that music, I mean, we'll go cliche here, right? Music soothes, soothes the soul. And on those days, the last time that it happened, I wasn't really certain uh, what to make of it. But almost every song I was listening to those, that day was it was tearing me up in some way. It was affecting me. I was definitely crying a lot. And it was they were just impactful, right? And so just uh, two days ago, same thing, long, long New Year's weekend days and nights of, of lab and spending time with with my people and do my thing uh and it was a quiet uh monday so in and in, in driving to to go take care of my atm you know i'm, I'm listening to this song by blink 182 uh, which is um one more time which it, it, it had come to me again through the universe and it's a great song and and listening to the words of it uh you know in the car i listened to it i don't know seven eight times uh, got home, shared with Nicole, and in sharing with her, she had a couple of tears and just talked about why, you know, I really appreciated it. And she asked me, she said, are you okay? And I said, actually, I'm wonderful. And I was able to articulate to her that, that, that uh, you know, the long weekend again and, and retrospective looking back the last time for a long weekend and music having that same impact, that last bit of recharge that I'm looking for. And that's where I said, like, it, it's music soothes the soul. And it was, it, I was finding the additional battery recharge, if you would, through different songs. That was one uh, and then, you know, I've also went back and I've been watching Ozark. And I just finished that up and I shared with you, you know, the song I'm sure anybody that's our age is familiar with, you know, Nirvana, the man who sold the world. That was brought back into my universe from uh, Ozark. And then there's this new song, uh, and it, I, I'm going to pull up the title here because I forget it, but it is. 
new, s- new song to you or a new it song? It was a new song to me, right? Okay. So the song, the song's called Angel from Montgomery, and it's by a guy named John Prine. And it's mm-hmm. in, a, it's in, in a, a scene where Ruth, her family's all dead. It's the last episode of the, of the series. And she wakes up. She goes outside of her, her, um, of her trailer, and every member of her family is actually still alive. Like, she's seeing them, and it's just a normal day, if you would, for the, for mm-hmm. the, uh, for the, the Langmores. Yeah. Dad's cooking, uncles are above there playing guitar, cousins up on top of the roof. And as the dad's singing the words and she gets up there and she's talking to Wyatt, who's her cousin who's passed, she only has one family member left that's alive. It's three. And what I really like about the scene is she sits up there and starts talking to Wyatt. And in the midst of her talking, behind her, three says, Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. And he she stops and she looks at him and he said, Are you talking to Wyatt? And she he said, You're talking to Wyatt, aren't you? She said, Yeah. He said, Is he here right now? She said, Yeah. He said, can I join you? She said, absolutely. Hmm. And the lines, though, from the, the song that really stuck it out and I was shared with you is just give me one thing that I can hold on to. To believe in this living is just a hard way to go. And the title of the episode is just a hard way to go. Hmm. That just give me one thing I can hold on to is what I think I was seeing her envisioning, if you will. And then to believe in this living is just a hard way to go. Uh, I, I, I have thoughts on but I don't really necessarily know hmm. where I even go with it. I just found it very impactful. That makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay, so my adding to this was I heard a. I'm gonna play this in just a second. Um, it's, it's sometimes fascinating, like understanding how and where people come up with things, specifically music. You know, are they inspired? Um, have you ever heard some of those um, stories about how, like, it just, like, it just, you know, I just had a vision, or you know, it came to me in sure. this moment, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I always think that's fascinating, and I don't think this is necessarily an sp- example of that. But I stumbled upon. Um, um, I guess the lead guitar for for it's, Smoke it's, on the Water, yeah, Deep, or Purple. Deep Purple. Deep Purple. When writing the song Smoke on the Smoke on the Water had a really interesting connection. I'm going to play that that clip now. A lot of people play it this way. Which is not correct. It's played in fourths, rigid fourths, which is going back to the medieval times. That's how they played a lot of Sean parts was parallel fourths. So now you have. So I listened to Ludwig, band Beethoven. Bom, 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 bom. And I thought, play that backwards. Put something to it, and you've got bom, 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 bom. That's how I came up with it. Hang on, hang on. Are you telling me? Yes. That the famous riff, the smoke on the water, is from Beethoven? It's an interpretation of inversion. You turn it back and play it back and forth. It's actually Beethoven's fifth. Boom. So I owe him a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of people play it this that's, way. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. Um, and we were talking about that earlier. There's a DJ I found. And he introduced you, hit me with what the you know crisscross jump. That's actually uh, a Jackson Five song. Yep. And it was like, wait, what? But that's good stuff. That's fun. I love that. And one, his he's another one I found the other night, and I f- I spent. Couple hours that, that night, just just going through his mashups, and then probably six hours the next day. No bullshit, six hours just wow. going through it, digging and enjoying the hell out of his music and his beats. And it's DJ Eric Rhodes out of Boise, Idaho. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done some interesting stuff with different country, different things. Yeah, yeah. He's a Warren G and uh and uh Morgan Wallen. He's actually like I saw the video. He's got Warren G on board with new new lines for it. He's trying to get Morgan Wallen on board too. So gotcha, man. All right. Uh... Ah, I think it's time. Looks like we're good about it, y'all. Yeah, man. Uh, that was hard and fast. <laughs> hard and fast. Um, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I, li- I like um, 
talking a little bit about music in the end. It, it, I, I just don't, um, I don't, I don't dabble in music as much as as I used to, and I, I, I kind of rediscovered a couple bands recently that I'm dabbling in. So I love that. But um, anything else you want to do on this podcast, sir? No, I just like I would like to say maybe we can attach it to it. Is if you if you haven't heard the Blink 182 song one more time, it actually came out in 2023, so it's relatively new. Just go find it. Yeah, go, go find it. It's good stuff. It. All right, man. What do you want to do next time? Same thing we do every time. What's up, bro? Try and take over the world. Your Highness, Secretary General, Your Majesties, Your Royal Highnesses, Presidents, Prime Ministers, Ministers, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>